Welcome to the Living Intentionally Podcast. My name is Chaim Loeb. In this podcast, you will hear and learn what breeds action. Where living intentionally leads to action. You will acquire knowledge from those who are in the state of action. Yes, I said action a few times. Why? Because this is the only way to get you from where you are to where you want to be. listeners to uh, Living Intentionally with the Fit Yid. Today we have Zusha Golding. He's a photographer for celebrities and executives. Moved out to LA from the East Coast to pursue his dreams and I'm super excited to learn from him, hear his story, hear where he's going, hear his dreams and for all you guys to learn from him. He's living intentionally to the max and welcome to the show Zusha. Hi, Chaim. Thank you so much for having me. It's, uh, I, I love what you do on social media, and I was like, I got to be a part of this. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. So I know you have like a little bit of a, um, just getting to know you before the show, we're flowing and stuff like that, but I really wanted to hear about you. And I know that you have a little bit of a unique uh, story about how you got to where you are um, right now. So, but if for people that don't know anything about you, don't know much, you're like, can you give a little brief background of, you know, who you are and, um, how, you know, how you got to where you are? Awesome. Um, yeah. So I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I have, I'm the youngest of 10 siblings. And so it was an amazing childhood experience. You know, you're always never a dull moment ever. Um, I started pursuing photography when I was eight, I'm, when I was 18, I'm 21 now. Um, and it's just been such an incredible, incredible journey. Like, I, I don't even know like where to start. Um, okay. I'll just start at the beginning. So I started off like pursuing photography in my local community and I have five sisters. So I basically got them to model for me. And, uh, and once I had like a portfolio of them, I reached out to a few more, like, like I asked them if they can get their friends to model for me. You know what I mean? And then I just, I built up a portfolio and then I started doing local community events like bar mitzvahs, bar, no, not bar mitzvahs, but bar mitzvahs, um, it's like different engagement parties, different things in my local community. And then um, I just started doing a lot of events and it was going good. Um, but one day I met this person who gave me tickets to Tribeca Film Festival, which is a festival that takes place annually in New York City. A lot of TV shows, movies premiere there and whatnot. And I heard about it, but I didn't really know what it was so much. I was like, I'm not going to turn down an opportunity. You know, if I, if I, if something comes up, you take it. Um, but if life makes, if life gives you lemonade, drink it, you know? <laughs> um, but, but, um, so I printed out business cards. I made a website and then I went to this Tribeca Film Festival. Now, I didn't know that you're supposed to show up there in like dress garb. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a red carpet event. You're supposed to show up, you know, dress nicely. I show up there in jeans and a t-shirt and like a little jacket. And I walk in looking, feeling completely out of place. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let it deter me. I'm still going to, I'm still going to network and do my thing. So I handed out my business cards to every single actor, producer, director, everyone who I met there essentially. Um, some people like didn't really vibe with that. They, they weren't, you know, they're like, why are you giving me this? Some of the people were like, Oh, thank you. They took it. I'm probably chucked in the garbage later. And I did, but then there was one guy, he's an actor who I did a photo shoot with and 
he's such a great dude, honestly. Um, he's actually filming now in Vancouver for his show. Um, and uh, so I did a photo shoot with him. And after that, I was like, wait, I really enjoy doing portraits and like headshots a lot more than I enjoy doing events. And I kind of had like my first taste of like shooting with like an actor. I was like, it's so cool, so much fun. So I, this is something that I want to get into. Um, so after that, I would watch like TV shows and movies and whatnot. And like, for example, Game of Thrones, right? That's my biggest, like one of the biggest, like favorite shows, right? So I would check up the cast members, who is the, the like who the, the actors are. And I direct message them on Instagram. Um, and I probably sent out, I don't know how many direct messages at that time. Um, and a few actors actually responded. They're like, why not? Let's do it. So, yeah. So I, I built up a portfolio of a few actors and like, um, people. This is right at the beginning of my career. Um, flew out to LA, did some photo shoots. Um, and, and then word of mouth, networking like crazy. Like I, I showed up to like the, some Hollywood party with a big menorah face painted on my face for one like December, like one party. You know, I walked in, I was, I was like 19. I didn't like, I was brazen back then. I got, I got to, I got to get that brazenness back. But I like, you know, of course I was a center of attention, which made it only easier to network. But like, cause I came from a Hanukkah party and then I went to this party, which is, it was not a Hanukkah party. <laughs> um, and just really networking word of mouth and really showing up consistently on social media, which is something which I think we should talk about um, soon, but th- that's really how I built up. And I'm, I'm still doing that. Like I moved out here a year ago, COVID hit, of course, put a com- very big dampener on things. Quarantine. Yeah, it was hard. It was, it's, you know, but is at the same time, there's still so many blessings. And I'm incredibly blessed to do what I love and love what I do. So I'm just very thankful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was, that was a good little, uh, you know, uh, quick overview from a up top point of view. And um, I like that you didn't even start that long ago. Like it's only been three years and it shows like almost like how much, obviously you're still growing and you're still putting in the time that you need, you know, and you're not at your goal, but you made big strides. And it's like, shows people like, it's not that it doesn't take that long with the right amount of effort put in the right purpose and the right mindset with yourself. Like obviously in the photography world, I don't know so much about the business part of it, but it takes a, a, a hustle and with the right part and with the right amount of that, you can make big steps in a short amount of time. And three years might seem Day after day after day, it might seem long, but if you look back three years, you're like, wow, did I ever think that I was going to be here in three years? And that's pretty, pretty, you know, impressive. And uh, I respect that hustle. But talk a about moving to L.A. from New York and then COVID hitting. Like, what was that like for you in your mind? Well, how'd you get through that? And for those, you know, struggling to get back on their feet or struggling with that concept, what was that like for you? So... It was, it was, it was a crazy story. Um, I actually want to touch something you said just now um, about like how, when I started, I never actually thought that I would be here. That's actually, that actually was my, my intention. When I started doing photography back when I started, my family and everyone was like, 
are you sure you know photography it's, it's hard you're not you know you're not sure you're necessarily going to make it this this and that and in my head I had intention and and I very much believed and my intent was to get here and actually not here way up way bigger which I'm still working on that um and I'm, I'm gonna get there you know but you still you have the small wins and the successes but speaking about intention I actually did have the intention of like it's it's you gotta you got you gotta yeah, no, really I definitely respect that the, and, and I totally yeah. um I want to basically 100% agree with that mindset I guess it was like the quickness of it like most people don't be like yeah three years I'm gonna be you know but I love that you either had that goal three-year goal whatever it was well like you knew I was gonna get here and then obviously I want to get here and I want to get here um but I definitely um yeah, no, I mean, like I didn't that, know that, point, that mindset, that point of view. Yeah, I didn't know I would, but I, if I didn't believe, if I didn't like have that intent, I, yeah. I don't know if I would get, I would get anywhere. So you I like that you brought that up. I like you that you brought that up. Yeah, yeah, you believe yeah. in yourself, and that's something powerful that a lot of people can learn from. Is we don't need anybody else to believe in us, right? That's basically what you're saying. People didn't believe in you, believe, <clears throat> but you believed in you. I just thought, what could go wrong? <laughs> what? Look, you, you miss 100 percent of the shots. Don't take. Like everyone around me was freaking out. I was, I was, I was very, I was like, uh, like, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> you know? Um, and that's like a huge <laughs> mindset shift that a lot of people don't have. That's true. But I, uh, yeah, yeah, but a lot of, but a lot of people many times, <clears throat> they were a lot older than me when they get started. And when you're young and you're, I mean, I'm still young, but when you're like a teenager, it's easier to, to just yeah. have that mindset of, of like, what's the worst that can happen? Um, but I want to get back to like the COVID story. Yeah. So, yeah. I actually was keeping tabs on coronavirus from China, like in last, like late December, early January. Wow. Like no one even knew about it in the US until like mid-February. I was already warning everybody about it January. And I was, I was, fly, I was flying on planes, I'd wipe down the seats and everyone would be laughing at me. Like, why are you wiping down seats and stuff? Um, and then I shared a post on my Facebook actually. And it was talking about coronavirus. And I had people, you can, okay, if you look back, it has like laughing reactions. Like people are like making, people are making fun of me. I'm like, you don't know what's coming. Um, so with that, even though with that in mind, um, I booked a, even though with that in mind, I was in New York and like, it was really cold weather, which I hate. And something just like triggered me in New York. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to move to LA since I was 11 years old. It's been a goal of mine. I've been going back and forth for years. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to move there. I'm going to be spontaneous. And I, I'm just going to move. I'm going to move. So I literally booked a flight. I, I decided I'm going to spend a month in my brother's house uh, trying to figure out, like, navigate LA. Like, like if I have to get, like, a, a waiting job, I'll get a waiting job at a restaurant, you know, until I could build up. You know, if I have to, like, I'll do that. So I move out to LA March 1st. I'm, I'm to an hour south of LA, March 1st. And... Uh, Two weeks in my brother's house turned into like seven, eight months. <laughs> I'm sure you have to, that. I have to give a shout out to my sister-in-law, Ariel, because she really, I mean, you know, she has four kids and I was, I was in her house for a long time. So, yeah, wow. so they're really good that they really, um, you know, they let me stay there for that long until, um, when was it sometime in the summer after the summer? A few months ago, I, I said, okay, it's time to move to LA now. You know, I moved to California. That's great, but it's time to move to LA because I don't know how long this virus is going to be for. And I can't just, you know, I, I have to move. So um, I uh, 
So I asked friends around, um, you know, if they can like help me find places and basically, basically just asked around for a lot of different things. And thank God, you know, you, it's, it's a lot of blessings and people really, you know, people are really nice and want to help and stuff. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just a lot of blessings. So I'm very thankful. Yeah. And then what you found the place and now you're in LA. Yeah. Now I'm in LA. That's awesome. Are you, thank so, you. Regarding the, I would say the people call it the LA scene or like just that atmosphere in LA when it comes to your industry, right? I'm curious, you know, how do you navigate that? How do you um, use that to your advantages or disadvantages of that, of that atmosphere? Um, what's that like for, for, for you personally and professionally? It's tough because, you know, I'm sure you've heard about the whole thing about like that in like LA fakers, right? Like people are fake in LA. It's this and that. So yes and no, because look, everyone's trying to social climb here, right? Everyone's trying to, you know, this person, oh, that person knows that person that could connect you to that person that could change your career. It's, it's like, everyone's trying to, to social climb here. Everyone's trying to, to like, you know, level up. But so that, that, that does, that's a little bit tough. Um, because I don't, I don't believe in that so much. Meaning like when I, I don't really social climb, I network. And there's a difference because social climbing is really just like you. Well, I'll just tell you a story. When I first started out four years ago, right? I did a, a pro bono free photo shoot for this actor because I was just starting out, you know, building my portfolio and stuff. And so I was in LA. I spent like five hours doing a photo shoot with him. We went around different locations. We had a blast. It was great. On the shoot, I'm like, do you want to do something next week? Go to this event, you know, or whatnot. And he was like, for sure, let's do it. So we exchanged numbers. Um, he's following me on Instagram. And I was like, awesome. Okay, you know, like I have a new friend in LA. And that would be great. Um, and he, what happened? Oh, okay. So after the, the photo shoot ended, you know, everything went well. Uh, I edited the photos. I sent it to him. Literally a day after I sent him the photos, uh, he unfollowed me on Instagram. And when I texted him, like, do you want to go to this event next week or something? No response. And I texted him a few times, no response. And I was like, what happened there? And he basically, he just, he basically just used me. He was like, oh, okay, you know what? I'll, you know, like, I'll do a photo shoot. And then like, I don't, wanna, I don't have anything to do with you. So th like that is, that was like, he acted so like nice and so like he wanted to like be friends, but then he just completely, it, it was just, yeah, it, it, that was my first ever like experience with like the LA like fake scene, but that type of behavior, you know what I mean? So that kind of sucks, but I have been fortunate enough to not experience that so much. Um, so that I think is the difference between social climbing and really networking because like networking, I think it's, it's more genuine or it's more, um, it's really just being genuine with your, with, I, with, your, how, with, with what you do. You know what I mean? I guess how I'm understanding it for, for just understanding purposes is like, you're just, you're, you're, you're working to connect with people, looking to connect with people and whatever comes from that, whether it's a friendship one-on-one -on -one or, or it grows into, um, you know, he helps you, he helps you or introduce you to somebody, whatever it is, but you're connected. Or vice versa. Or if I could right. introduce them. Yes. Sure. All, so sure. many times, so many times people, who I only even met once, but like we follow each other on social media. They asked me if like, if, if I can make an intro to this person and 
I really try my hardest. I really do to try to, to, to help them out because I know that if I can, one, one thing can really change the trajectory of someone's entire career, entire life. So if I can do that for sure. Um, but it's really have to play it safe as well because you really have to, you want to make sure that you don't um, damage your relationship with this person based if that person is either a fraud or doesn't know what they're, or not capable or you basically have to, you have to play it. You have to figure, you have to, you have to really play it. You have to really be okay. smart about it. But as far as I can help, I, I really want to help people. So if I could make an intro or anything, for sure. I'm, I'm, that's, yeah, that's I know a goal you mentioned, like, that's a, Yeah, I know, I know when you, met, you mentioned in, when you were preparing for the show, it's like you're looking to, you know, help others and create a dream for yourself, right? Yeah. In one, which is pretty powerful, yeah. but also very unique in the LA scene. And that's why I was like curious. Cause I know I got to know a little bit about you through social media and yeah, you seem genuine. You seem somebody like somebody who isn't just in it for himself, but at the same time you're in LA and that can be pretty toxic from what I've heard. So, you know, that's why I wanted to ask you like, what, what is that like to be in there and trying to be a good person, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's pretty, it's, it's it, like you're saying, it's, you got to navigate it. It's touchy. It's, you know, it's, yeah. It's interesting. It's it's just it's just really being it's having tact and still sticking to your like it's very it's very easy to be apathetic in this industry. Like for example, if someone if you have a close if you have a friend and they invite you to their to their like birthday party or something, right? And then you have another friend who's like, Oh, I'm going to this celebrity's birthday party. You have to say, Okay, I'm really good friends with this person. I'm not gonna just screw them over and say, I'm not going to even show up because I have somewhere that I can be that, which might benefit me. You know what I mean? So it's really, it's really being like, no, I'm going to stick with what I'm going to stick with being myself. Exactly. So if you want to be like, Oh, go show up at your friend's birthday party, stay there for a while and then go to this other one. Okay, fine. Or if you want to, uh, you know, like don't just like, like this, a lot of this happens in a way, like the flakiness, you know, like people like either won't like, they won't even like, you'll have plans with someone and then they might not even, I'll let you know that they have to cancel. They'll just be like, oh, I forgot. Sorry, this came up. And then you see later on their Instagram story that they were, they were like, you know what I mean? So it's really just sticking to your, to your, right. to, to your, to your values. And that's, I really try to do that. And I think I'm successful so far. <laughs> so yeah. I give, you, I give you all the luck and the blessings in the world that that could thank you. Um, and keep strong there because you know, it's a, it's a, what do they say? A doggy doggy world out there. So, you know, it's, yeah, it is a bit, is it, a, it could be a bit toxic, but it's okay. who you surround yourself with. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a whole nother conversation surrounding yourself. Who, <laughs> who your group is over there. But tell me a little bit about Truth. like your, um, why do you, why are you so ambitious? What, what, why, why is that so important to you? Why do you want to grow? Why do you want to be so successful? Why is that important to you? Well, that's, that, you know, it's amazing. Khan, I have done a, a few podcasts and no one has ever asked me that. That's an incredible question. Wow. Why, why are you so ambitious? I mean, I don't know how to answer that. Like what makes someone have ambition? Is it an innate drive? Is it because someone wants it so much? Is it because every day you have this like vision in your head of where of the lifestyle you live and where you where you'll be at if you accomplish your goals, I mean maybe it's a mixture of all three. I don't know. I think it's just 
Look, do you want to? I don't. I don't know. Do I mean, I, on that? I've never even. I've never even thought about that. If I'm being honest, like, why am I so ambitious? I mean, okay, look, there's discipline, there's motivation, and then there's ambition. I think those three, those three things are different. I think mm-hmm. because discipline, I'm working on a lot. Um, motivation, that's something. That's stuff. That's that. That's stuff that you get inspired by, right? And then ambition, that is like an innate drive, right? Yep. It's not really so much motivation. So. I definitely have a lot of ambition and motivation is fleeting, but it's there. Also, what, what makes me, I honestly, I, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. I, wonder, I guess it's, listen, I, I, I just want to jump in a little bit here and I don't want to answer it for you, but I'm actually the youngest of seven. I also have five sisters. Really? <laughs> cool. And yeah. So, you know, it could be something, you know, for me, Personally, I find myself very ambitious and wanting to be successful at what I do, whatever it is. It stems from a lot of things regarding being the youngest or not being good at school. You know, some of those like things that like from years ago that come up, that's like me personally. And I've worked through that to figure that out because I had the same question for myself. Why, why am I so ambitious? I also moved across the country uh, to make a better life for myself. You know, I relate to you a lot. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to, to, to dig a little deeper into yourself and say, what's going on? Why is this? Not that not doing it is going to hold you back or stop you, but it might be interesting. But yeah, like for me, it stems from like, decades ago whatever like growing up and maybe that's something for you too that's interesting maybe it's like having to maybe because like i was outshined by my older siblings i feel like i have to prove something i don't know but i don't think i was though so i don't know maybe it's different I don't know. everybody I don't know. but it's interesting it's an interesting um it's an interesting uh yeah. thought definitely yeah maybe but it's a great question why why are so to. ambitious I, yeah <laughs> I, I had to think about that <laughs> shooting shooting celebrities uh, top business executives. What's fun about that for you? You said it. You said it's, it's fun. You said it's, it's better fun. than events. You, what's fun it about is. that? Okay, so let's talk about events for a second. A lot of times I would shoot events, and a lot of it is okay. Yes, you have you know the family photos, you have of the decor, you have you know you have the standard event photos, and there is something really beautiful about capturing people's you know, happiest moments, weddings, engagements, bar mitzvahs. There is something really nice about that. But a lot of it is also like people are just eating food and then you have to like, you capture them mid mouthful and just. (laughs) I I don't enjoy it as much as like still photography, lifestyle portrait photography, because it's this just creating artwork that's with like one or two people in like an aesthetic environment it's just such a cool experience for me and now working with celebrities and business business executives it's i mean it's fun like a lot of times people that you see on screen a lot you get to actually see how they are in real life you get to actually it's now okay celebrities are nothing special they are just like you and me they're the only thing that that is that is about them is that they have social status which is high they just are known by a lot of people and okay they might be rich and uh maybe living different lifestyles but other than that like 
they're just human beings so, like you and me. And at first I used to get a lot, I used to get intimidated, but now it's, I, I mean, the more you're around like celebrities, the more you don't really get as like intimidated. You know what I mean? The more you um, realize they're humans. Exactly. Cause like people, people, but since the beginning of time, it's been like that. Since the beginning of time, if you were connected to the King's court, the Queen's court, if you, if, if you were, you know, if you were uh prime minister, if you were a, uh, uh, you know, a big person in government, you like society respected you and you were like the most amazing thing ever. And that is because of the social hierarchy. It's about survival. Mm-hmm. If you're connected with this person, this person's higher than the social hierarchy, then that will make your chance of survival higher up. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's all about that. It's why people take photos of celebrities. Like what are the point of selfies of celebrities? If not for that. I've thought about that. Trust me. I'm not, I don't <laughs> judge it by the way. I've taken my fair share of selfies of celebrities as well. Um, but it's really, it, it boils down to that. Um, but why is it fun? Because it's just, it's really cool to, to meet people who you, who you see work, their work a lot on screen. And a lot of times, a lot of people that I work with, I'm very fortunate that I, I also appreciate their work. Like I actually watched their movies or TV shows. And it's like, it's not, it's like, I actually appreciate the work that they've done. It's not, so much just, it's not just that they're, you know, it's not just they're famous. It's more, it's a lot of it is actually because like, it's, yeah, it's, it is a talent. I've tried acting. Trust me. It's a talent. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, I think like any skill, I think it can be learned, but there are people who have to, who are born with an innate talent. Right. Um, so it, it is a lot of fun. And I, I guess, I guess on a more shallow level, there's a lot of glamour to it. So it's, it's, it's fun. Hmm. I'm curious, you know, for you, you mentioned like you got used to working with celebrities and therefore they're not, you don't get intimidated as much or things like that. Can you speak a little bit to that where it's like, Hey, these people are just human just like you and I, and, you know, maybe we could treat them like that, or they want to be probably treated like that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Very rarely do they, I, do they want people coming up yelling at, screaming. <laughs> like, yes, of course, it, you know, it strokes, your, <clears throat> it strokes your, your ego and stuff. But for the most part, especially if you have people who are going to, you can't walk in the street without having people come up to you. They prefer if someone treated them normally than it's coming up yelling or screaming or crying or I mean crying I, I don't look I don't I can't relate I guess thank God but I can't relate and so I don't really know like what they go through but I think they want to be treated as like normally as possible they, they respect that a lot more yeah I wonder if there's um, some stories you have working with just executive or or celebrity that like kind of pops out and you're like well oh, that was an, that was a interesting experience or uh fun time or just something different you know something different yeah um well i've done a photo shoot with one actor he's pretty well known and he uh it was freezing this is in new york it was freezing cold out it was like it was it was winter you know um but he was a really great sport and we got some nice shots um and it really showed that he was like he's very professional like it was too, it was to his, he's professional to his trade. Like he, even though it was freezing, he still was extremely like professional about it. You know what I mean? It was pretty fascinating to see. It was just fascinating to see someone like a professional really like in their moment. Cause a lot of times with business executives, it's not, I don't so much see them in the working environment. I see them more like either they come to my studio or I go to their, you know, on, on location shoot. And it's just like, it's, it's a, it's a photo shoot. Like it's not, I don't really get to see them in their, in their, in their, in their, like right. in their, what they're doing a lot of times with 
like celebrities, I'll, I, I, because you know you can spend a few hours with them and you go to different locations, different things, and you and because they work in front of a camera a lot, you get to see that. It, so it's 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 pretty cool to see their professionalism. Um, and I did a I did a, a like a behind the scenes like set stills like movie stills on like two indie films so that was a blast that was a lot of fun that was that was really a really cool experience movie set um yeah i i i realized that you don't say who you worked with or names or anything is that on purpose or i mean i mean look my bio on 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 my my social media is photographer creating winning images of celebrities and business executives but i don't i mean I don't really name drop so much. Yeah, I was just curious, like if that's like a confidentiality thing, or I don't know. Oh, no, it's not con- not confidentiality thing. I just I don't know. I mean, should I? <laughs> I don't know if it makes sense to like. Oh, well, I'll tell you like this. A lot of people would because it makes it, it brings credibility a lot of times, you know. So um, that's just yeah, like it definitely, it definitely, it definitely builds credibility. But I I don't know. I I feel like. Like I can go into you know I meet someone new and they'd be like oh I'm a, they they say oh you're a photographer I'll be like yeah and they'll be like okay what do you do I'll be like oh you know I do headshots portrait stuff they're like who are you like I guess I never really in a, in a way kind of like comes across to me as like bragging or like clout mm-hmm. chasing so I guess I don't I don't I never really I'm trying done to run that. away from that <laughs> but no no I'm not gonna lie I I, I sometimes I do enjoy like if like look we're only human you know and like sometimes I do enjoy, you know, if like, if I can brag, but I guess, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'd rather not. Uh, like yeah, Maybe it just doesn't give you totally. a good feeling. Um, and and it's like, it's like when it's someone, okay. it's, like, time, time, it's like when someone sings you happy birthday at, about your birthday, you have a whole group of people singing happy birthday. It's uncomfortable, right? Could be. Yeah. I mean, I've never met someone who relishes in it, but if they did, I want them to teach me their ways. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, I think, I think um, if it's coming from good people, people that care about you and that that they're showing love to you, you know, it's it's healthy. But I'm curious, you know, yeah. let's talk a little bit about you being, you know, you said Baruch Hashem. You say, you know, you, you go to your brother for Shabbos. I wonder, like, how that is, so like you being a religious 21 year old um, in LA working, networking, meeting people. I wonder that struggle, that mindset, if it's challenging for you, how you go about that? How do you stay focused? How do you be intentional with your work, with your personal life? Just curious to learn about that. Yeah. So it's, it's actually kind of tough to tell you why, because in LA, when people go for lunch, it's, a, it's like a meeting. It's not like people don't necessarily have meetings in their offices so much like they'll have it they'll go they'll get to go, they'll go for lunch with you you know what i mean so a lot of times i'll uh, like i have friends or people that are like they're going out for, to, for meeting or this and that and then they're like going to go to like boa steakhouse now that's a really popular place in la um like elon musk was there a few weeks ago so it's like a really big like space in la now but i don't eat the steak i mean i don't eat you know i'm not going to eat meat or like i'm not going to you know because i keep kosher um so i'm not going to eat like the meat and stuff but so that makes it a little tough because I don't really, it's hard to like, you know, like network and stuff because of that reason. Um, but then I look, I look to my friends and other people like Menachem Silverstein, you might heard of him, you might have not. He's like a 
screenwriter and comedian. He like he he had like a ton. He had like fifty something plus shows in like the Laugh Factory on Sunset in West Hollywood in L.A., which is like one of the biggest things like maybe in the country or like the world, like like uh, laugh places, places laugh places, like comedy factories. Right. Um, and he's he's doing an incredible job. Like he honestly inspires me. Like he he like you know like he fully like he's fully 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 everything and like i'm i'm not fully fully everything but he's fully 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 everything and like he's in the same industry as i am and he's with the same people as i am and he's like you know what i mean so it's just he i i look to him as inspiration and just he uh it just inspires me to see that he can you know he he's he does he he keeps to to his own like values and stuff a lot more than i do um in the industry i wonder um, i wonder i saw actually I think it was today that you were with him, um, like on your story. Maybe he could be a mentor for you. Like you could like really use that like mentorship. I don't know. It's just an idea. We all need mentors, right? Yeah. So funny thing about mentorship, I think that mentorships it's a two-way partnership. Obviously, you know, there's a mentor who's giving a lot to their mentee, but the mentee's also giving a lot to the mentor. Like it's not. It's not just. Maybe there's a slight power imbalance, but I feel like it is a two-way relationship. Um, and I feel like with Menachem and I, we definitely, um, we definitely, I definitely feel like it's, it's more, um, well, I guess mentor, it could be in, regarding anything really. Um, but I definitely do look up to him. Put it, put it that way. No, yeah. I think also the mentor looks to get something, whether it's just enjoyment of teaching or something else. I think, you know, everybody's got to get something. It's a, it's just how the world goes around. Um, and it could just be the enjoyment of giving. Yeah. And one, one of the things about mentoring someone or, or teaching someone else something is that it really solidifies your own skills in that thing. The best way to, to really solidify a skill is by having to teach it over. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. I remember learning in like, like Gamara and whatnot. And they're like, you know, if you could teach it to somebody, then you really know it, you know? And uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's really that's there's that's, a point there makes a lot of sense makes a lot of sense especially Gamara. you know if you could teach that that means you really understand it <laughs> that's true that's 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 it's been a while but you know uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get that there was a time but um i wonder if there's anything that we haven't spoke about that you want to like mention you want to i don't know share you want to hmm. you know express um i want to open the floor for you Yes, I wanna. I wanna tell. I wanna tell any um like aspiring, like religious like Jews or even religious from any denomination from anywhere, don't think that you can't pursue your dreams and still like keep your 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 values and stuff because there's there are people in this industry who are like like it's a guy in like one of the top studios who's like fully religious, like fully religious. And he's in, he's one of the top like execs in one of these studios. Um, and so don't, don't, don't think like a lot, like one of the reasons why I had so much self doubt, like at the beginning, especially is because it's always like, I, for some reason I had this like thought in my head, Oh, like religious people can't like make it like in my community. Like I was just like, okay, like you're like, you're not going to find anyone who's like, you know, from like religious, who's going to like, you know, amount to like anything. I don't know if that, I don't know where that thought comes from. I don't want to get canceled, but <laughs> it's a thought which is very, 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 very prevalent. In fact, any any creative I know who's out here, 
who comes from a religious community, they have they have the same exact thoughts about themselves or that about about like in general when they're starting out. Is this something? Is this like stigma that if you you know you can't do this in 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 Hollywood, you can't write a you, you can't make a TV show, you can't. And then you know what happens? The only response to that is that you have TV shows like Unorthodox coming out, which I enjoyed it, but it wasn't a very good. It wasn't a fear. It was one person's story in one community. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it's not, people look at that and they say, okay, that's what Orthodox Jews mean when it's, it's not a fear. That's, that's what you get if you don't have religious Jews going out into Hollywood and making their own shows. You know what I mean? So if you have, if you have any dreams or any goals or anything of being a creative in Hollywood or Bollywood or whatnot, you can do it and don't think for a second that, oh, you'll never amount to anything or you'll never make it because, you know, from people don't make it. That's one thing I really want. That's, that's something which I think people really good message. should, that's, you should really, yeah. That's a, that's a good message. Would you, um, how do I express this? Would you suggest, what would it be like something to prepare for if somebody wants to, 18 year old from Brooklyn, wants to move out to California and to be a photographer in LA or be a song, uh, a, a singer or a, a, a script uh, writer? Like what's something, a couple of like, I guess, tips to be prepared for? You have to, I'll, I'll quote Menachem Silverstein actually, we we're just speaking about him. He says that writing this, this the script is 10% of the of the whole deal, you know? 90% is literally in the industry, networking, you know, finding the right people. It, it really, this industry is very much, not to sound cliche or like silly, but about, it's very much who you know. And that's why everyone here is trying to social climb and garbage because, you know, but there's an authentic way to go about it. And there's a tiny way to go about it, about, about being genuine in all your relationships, you know? Um, so you have to just be really prepared to face rejection after rejection, after rejection, after rejection, after rejection, because you're going to face so much of that, so much Absolutely. of that here. And, yes. and yes, and people will tell you things and you'll believe them because you're innocent, but they're either lying. They don't actually have access to this. They don't actually know this. They don't actually do this or they're just telling you fables or lies just because they want to appear cool. And um, like, don't, don't take what everything people say to you as their, as word and be prepared to face a lot of rejection and be able to persevere and really just have the discipline to continuously show up. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, where can people find you? Where can people, you know, connect with you? Um, yeah. So, Across all social medias, it's at Zusha Golden on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Facebook, Clubhouse. And my website is www.zushagolden.com. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Zusha. Thank you so much for sharing, um, for expressing, and for showing what living intentionally really means in your world. Um, everybody, that was Zusha Golden, photographer living in LA from Brooklyn, really killing the game and putting in a lot of work. Thank you so much. And um, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Jimmy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much Chaim, for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Living Intentionally podcast. Again, if you enjoyed, leave us a follow, give a share to a friend, and as well, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I also have a group on Facebook for Jewish men. It goes by Fit Yid Academy Health and Fitness Community. As well, you can follow me on Instagram, at the Fit Yid. On Facebook and LinkedIn, it's Chaim Loeb, C-H-A-I-M-L-O-E-B. I'm looking forward to talking with you, interacting, and getting to know you. Please reach out. I would love to talk to you. Have a great rest of your day.